This is a Main Hustle Media Podcast. Main Hustle Media Podcasts are recorded on the ancestral lands of the Chumash, Tongva, Hohokam, and Yucateco Maya people. And we wish to pay our respects to the people of those nations, both past and present. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Queer and Far, a travel podcast from a couple of queer femmes, providing tips and resources for traveling safely while Black, Brown, Queer, Disabled, or from any marginalized group or an intersection in between. I am your sir auntie, uh, your senior tia, mm. Charmaine Fury, a.k.a. The Blazing Blurred, and I am, we're finally in person together. Ta-da! Or hola, internet. Hola, <laughs> <laughs> Shenanigans, you can say your name. Oh, yeah, I'm Shenanigans, and I'm still <laughs> new. Uh, so we are here, Mani Ishe in Merida. Mm-hmm. We made it. Uh, we've been here for a week, mm. officially a week. Uh, you only got a few more days until you go home, but we decided we want to get on and share with you our experiences for our first week in Merida mm-hmm. and talk about some observations and shit we've experienced. All right. All right, so on this portion of the show, we are going to talk about the experiences of us getting from Houston to Medida. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to preface by going back in time when Charmaine and I were talking about, hey, uh, we're going to plan. We're going to plan the best of our abilities. But no matter how much you plan, we need to be able to roll with the punches mm. because plans don't go according punches to plans. happen. And with that in mind, <laughs> I took us to the wrong airport um, or yeah. I didn't. I don't know mm-hmm. because in addition, we um, so first of all, Shay and her partner, who turns out is my long lost Blanco hermano. Yeah, uh, we've discovered that her esposo and myself are very similar <laughs> We eat the, same. <laughs> eat the same, you order the same, you walk the we same. We walk the same. We make very similar jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, there couldn't be two people less likely to be so similar, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we are very similar. We discovered this on this trip. Uh, but Shay and Jeff were kind enough to go from where they live in Arizona to Houston so that each person could get a, a cat assigned to them since we have four gatos, cuatro mm-hmm. gatos. And um, and we could only have one cat per person right. fly in the cabin. Mm-hmm. So they flew from Arizona to Texas to come help us. Everybody got assigned a cat. Mm-hmm. And then we all journeyed together at five or something in the morning, five or something in the morning mm-hmm. uh, to Bush International Intercontinental Airport. To be told that we were supposed to go to Houston Hobby. That is correct. Now, here's the thing. Mm. For months, I have checked our itinerary Mm -hmm. and I rented a van so Mm -hmm. that we can move our stuff easily because we had 12 bags, four cats and four people. Mm -hmm. I rented a minivan for one night to take us to the airport. Correct. When I ordered the minivan, I had our itinerary up side by side on the screen so that I wouldn't make the airport mistake. Mm. And I rented it from Bush because I was very certain we were flying out of Bush. But when we got there, they told us we were at the wrong airport. We were supposed to fly out of Hobby. I freaked out. Freaked. And 
for some reason, I think it's because there was people there. Because normally I'm taking, when I travel solo and something goes wrong, I'm usually fine. I roll with it. But because I had three people and four cats and 12 bags, mm -hmm. I kind of panicked a little. So you got to see me sort of like off. Off yeah, but you got to see me stepping going, okay, I got yeah, it. Yeah, you got you got it. So first thing you said was, is there something you can do from here to help us? And, and I was like, oh, I didn't even think of that and, shit. And the nice uh, woman behind the counter who was being trained by her supervisor. Shout like, out oh, to Air American America. Airlines. She's like, I'm already on it. Yeah, Like, just literally, like, I'm already on it. They really took care of us. Like, so we've heard mixed, well, we can get into it, but we've right. heard mixed stories about um, American Airlines customer service. Um, but for what we experienced, they fucking took yeah. care of us they got our cats sorted out they got us sorted out the they got our bags yeah. sorted out because um, in the middle of all of this they're also saying that her one of her bags was way too heavy way too heavy and then they were like we don't know how to do this i'm like get out of the way we're like i can i am professional i can do this and i like lift it open and i'm like do it do it do it so we had to get all yeah. the bags under 50 pounds and one of them was like 60 pounds or 57 pounds yeah. and stuff like that and a bunch of them we were did like it. 30 pounds it all worked we out. did it but I did go into a little panic, which was right. one of the, and it's it's really because I had people dependent on me, mm -hmm. and I don't, I guess I just was really upset that I made the mistake. And then right next to me mm -hmm. at another counter, someone from our same flight said, "No, no, no, I'm supposed to fly out of here." And, and they're like, "Minutes later, no, 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 there was somebody else on the other side of, of us. us." That yeah. so it is happened. either the case that all four, three, I think it was four of us by the time we were said and done. Mm -hmm. There's either because the, so many people on our flight had been rerouted. Right, because they had like seventeen people on on the flight we ended up taking to Dallas that actually were supposed to be at Houston Hobby said. too. Yeah. So it's either the case that they changed our venue, which has happened to me before. I've right. had an airport change without notification. They don't send you an email or anything. You're just supposed to check. So it's either the case that that happened, or, or it's the case that I made the mistake. This is just, just a common in my head. Yeah, mm -hmm. I just focused on the wrong airport code the whole time. Right, which is so crazy because the amount of times I've flown mm -hmm. in the last year, I just Same. can't believe I made that no. mistake. And honestly, after we got through everything and we're sitting down there, and she, I'm like, let's get something to eat, let's have breakfast, have coffee finally. And I'm like, look, if this is what goes wrong, then it's the best. Then we yet. got it out then of the we're way. Fine. Like yeah. we're fine. So we okay. end up getting to uh, from Houston to Dallas an hour early, which I Actually thought was, was going to be better for us because uh, we were going to have a really quick turnover to mm -hmm. get onto our flight to Merida if we had gone from the original flight. This gave us an extra hour. Yeah. But then the Merida flight got delayed. So we actually were at Dallas airport for about four hours. We should have been there for about two and a half. Okay. So again, worst thing that can happen. It wasn't that bad. Uh, I have two cats that have motion sickness and both of them threw up. One on the plane, one off the plane. Mm. We put diapers on everybody. So I had three diaper changes yeah. altogether. Um, so again, not bad. Every cat was so well behaved. Honestly, I am so well. I am so, because the other thing that we left out was even though we did pre-check, mm -hmm. we have pay for pre-check, we still had to scan um, all the bags, which is normal. But um, I just thought that they would physically check the bags without taking cats out. We had to take yeah. every cat out. So we hold on to them and then have and their bag the go bag. through the bag. So we had my husband, Tree, was on the other side. He had to take a cat out, run the bag through, go through yeah. security. Yeah. Then he had to get the bag, put the cat in, and then he had to come back through. So he was walking back and forth, taking even cats from me. Even though technically you're not allowed to do Even that. though you're not supposed to. But it's just going to be easier for everybody. We are on. We did have um, TSA pre-check, but it was, we held up the TSA pre-check yeah. line for an extra probably 
20 minutes. Tack, at least. 10, 15, yeah. 20 minutes. Uh, so he would take a cat from me. I would scan the bag. He would take the cat through, yeah. put the bag in, come back through. And and TSA was even getting stressed out. Like TSA was starting to be stressed out with us too. Yeah. They're like, why do you have four cats? And we're like, we're moving. So that part was a little bit nutty. Mm -hmm. um, but we get to Dallas. We chill. We get calm. We clean everybody up, whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, the next error, I guess, that I made was when we were going through customs, we clear customs fine. Mm -hmm. But the last leg of customs is having your pets checked. And I had all their paperwork with me of their rabies shot and their, um, you know, all their vaccinations stuff, their, their, last checkup. their most recent checkup and everything like that. I stuck it in my backpack so I'd have it handy. Mm -hmm. But in my head, I forgot. And I stuck it in my important papers folder, which was in one of our carry-ons. So now we're standing in front of someone who doesn't speak English. And we don't speak enough Spanish. And we don't speak enough Spanish. And we are trying. And they were very nice. They were very nice. They we were, very we were nice. working through what his English and our, our English Spanish and our Spanish. And Spanish and, yeah. It was going okay. And so at one point he said, like, no problem. If the cats are from the U.S., it's no problem. So ultimately, I didn't have to give them my paperwork. They just did a, a quick physical check of the cat. Asked if they were fixed. Asked after if they, they were, were vaccinated. Fixed, asked if they were vaccinated. The, the funniest part was they wanted to know how much they cost. And we're like, I, yeah, they so didn't understand that. <laughs> they were like, how much? What's the market price? Market price. Asking, and what's I'm the like, market price on your cat? And I was like, they don't, you don't buy cats. I'm like, I got mine in a at a KFC. Like, my like Revan, but they wanted a number, so I'm like, I only just did like what it would be to adopt, adopt. one, which is 125 dollars yeah. where I'm from. So, so we explained to them that like cats are usually free unless yeah they are fancy. Oh yeah, um, and, and we told them these aren't fancy. These aren't I don't fancy. Think they were considering that. They didn't understand. I don't think it was. I don't think we could have explained it well enough because right. they were just like nodding at that point. Right. But then they asked you because they asked me first, and then they asked you what's the market price, yeah. and then they asked you. How could we ask that question better? better? And I'm legit don't know. So we to. were saying adoption fee. And so that finally clearly yeah, that, that was you that. don't actually pay for the cats. Yeah. Um, they ended up taking their diapers. They said next time just let them poop in the in the thing. And because they would also take the beds inside the carriage. Yeah. They would have to take them. Um, but I still, even though they said that, I still recommend that if you travel with pets, you put them in a diaper because they took the diaper because basically it's like soiled something from America. Yeah. So they took it and threw it away. I, I think you should also, instead of, we should have just doubled up on like the towel, or either a towel or a, a, a pee, pad pee pads underneath um, the cat that, that we're not worried about. Because we ended up buying towels at Dallas, at Dallas <laughs> because my cat threw Ugly up. Texas were from Texas towels. It was a lot of throw up. For yeah. a poor little we had crate. to we had to wash somebody yeah he was half washed his his cart his crate was half wet because we have cloth crates and stuff yeah. and well that's what they tell us to bring yeah which was ultimately thank god because we couldn't get we those couldn't get under, under the seats the, yeah if they, if we had the hard case we there wouldn't have been no able way. to get them under the there seats. would have been no they way. gave you a measurement that and i measured mine mine measured they were fine fit. they still do were not they don't were too go big. under because i had to like push the back I, down and yeah. slide as much as possible. We had to figure out where to put our feet in whatever, because there's no Ultimately, way Ultimately, they were squeak. right here. So yeah, like they were literally sitting, right underneath They us. were directly below you. But I have to tell you, your cats traveled beautifully. They, they did not cry. cry. They didn't, um, they didn't yell. They the, didn't. At least with the diapers on, because Rain, my oldest cat, she, um, she's incontinent at the moment. And she shits like a 75 year old man who just ate a whole bunch of hormel chili white oh, oh. 
What are you feeding this dog? Carmel chili. <sighs> he likes it. Um, and so the diaper at least yeah. contained the smell. Yeah. Um, so I would still, even though they tell you not to, I would still recommend it because worse comes to worse, they throw it away because they took it off. To? The guy told me next time just do the bed. Because oh. we would throw it away. And I said, no diaper. He said, no diaper. He goes, but let me take the diaper off. So we took the diapers off of all of them, except for since Crate was so anxious, he just did an inspection and he goes, just leave them alone. Yeah. And I think in that rationale for him, it was like the idea of American exceptionalism is like your cats are better than our cats. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that was the vibe, which is not true. No. There's so much American Pretty exceptionalism exactly. that we have disproved on this week. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but so that like, all, all the whole day, my biggest anxiousness was that they were going to say one of my cats had to go into quarantine <laughs> or they weren't approved. My cat that I was traveling with was silent the entire time. And as soon as we get into the line for him to be inspected, that's when he starts sneezing, sneezing. over and over. And I'm like, and then my husband says he's sick. And I was like, he's not sick. I'm he's like, got allergies. Because as soon as he said he's sick, the guy was like, he's sick. And I was like, no, he's got allergies. allergies. So he does have a little bit of a respiratory thing. But um, yeah, but he's also has allergies. Right. And so he does sneeze. But actually, he hasn't sneezed much here at all. Just no. a little bit. But um, he, I just but found he it sus it just that second, he did it. The second as soon as he was silent, I was literally talking to him. We were <laughs> so silent stressful. the entire day. And this is when you choose to do this. I was so stressed out. Um, but at the end, he was like, he's like, it's all good. And I was, I, all I had to do was write a note that said like the address I was staying at, my yeah. email address, my phone number, my name, the name of the cats, the gender of the cats, whether or not they were fixed mm -hmm. and their color mm -hmm. filled all that out. And then they were going to email you or something. Yeah. They said they're going to send me something. Have you gotten anything yet? No. Nah. They said they're going to mail it to our U.S. address, which I don't have. So we have a he wanted it to match the ID card. Oh, so it might get forwarded, maybe. I don't know. Because I do have a domicile um, sorry, a virtual mailbag. But um, it all cleared, and mm -hmm. we got to get out. And our next hurdle was figuring out how to get four people, a cuatro personas, mm -hmm. cuatro gatos, and y doce maletas, 12 suitcases, from the airport to our Airbnb. And while we were trying to figure out also how to exchange money, which we could not do. Which at they the, got rid of in the airport. You can't do it. You can't it. do it at the airport anymore. Right. Uh, which we also struggled with in Dallas because yeah. we were flying out of not the international. Right. We could lake, only. Which is because so apparently Mexico is not considered a national. It's intercontinental, though. I, anyway, Whatever. We couldn't exchange, so we money, couldn't exchange at money at either Dallas or. So I should have done that at a bank ahead of time. I don't know that. But it was right. fine. Um, because there's so many places to do it. And I did find an ATM in the airport in Merida where I was able to at least pull out pesos. So if anything, we could, if we had to pay for a taxi. However, yeah. as we were walking by that, we found a van. We saw a rental van. van rental. So we rented a van and they took my card. Yeah. No and it just, it just like walking up and I was like, could we get a van to right now? And he was like, yes. Mm -hmm. So we, we rented the van. 400 pesos. 400 pesos, which is. Uh, 20 something dollars. Yeah. The the math right now is about eighteen ish US dollars yeah. to um, for, for a one very vessel. nice man and a very, very large nice man, man with very air, large con man. air conditioning and it we didn't it, it took like twenty minutes to get we're not we're not actually far it was probably even less than that twenty minutes from we're not far right? from the airport where we're staying right now yeah. everybody got the cats and the maletas here and yep. then y'all went to your Airbnb which right. is about a nine minute yeah drive, drive from here yeah mm -hmm. um, so. 
it was a hectic day. It mm. was probably more stressful than activity stress. You know, like I was probably more stressed and ang anxious than the actions of the day were actually right. making, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, because I was so worried about my cats going into quarantine. I didn't, or them saying one can't come to the States and if, or to Mexico. And if that was the case. And one of the air tags didn't really work. Well, no, I think it did. I, okay. So that is one of the things that happened. We got to Dallas and I, I have the Apple tags. Mm -hmm. I got Apple tags for all the bags. Um, and one of them was still, one of the bags was still in Houston. So all the other bags were seven, uh, all seven of the bags that I had Apple tagged were within half a mile from where I was because right. they were still at the airport and I could see where I was in relation to each bag except for one of them was in Houston. <laughs> it was 225 The one, the one bag with, can we tell them? Which, what, which one? What was in the bag? My Jordans. Mm -hmm. And? My um, my flat iron. Oh, all my underwear. All her underwear. All my underwear and socks ended up in, for the most part, I had like a couple of random underwears all and different underwear. bags, but my well, just a whole all bag full of underwear and socks. Your pantalonism. A pentagon is all underwear and socks inside that one. Um, my my flat iron, my Jordans, my uh, Domo Batman that I sleep with. Yes, I'm 46, five years old, and I sleep with a okay. Domo Batman. I need to. It fits me. I just find it funny that all your underwear was in. It was something Like at the last minute, I was like, I know they tell you don't do this. Don't put everything of the same type in one bag. But I was like, I have to. Um, so, yeah, whatever. But when I tried to report it, like not having left Houston yet, uh, American Airlines people at the counter said, um, like, uh, w w you can see the same thing we can see. Mm -hmm. Like, according to the airline tracker, because on the airline app, they give you a tracker for your bags. It just said it hadn't been checked into Dallas. Right. Um, but they said sometimes that's not updated right. Sometimes it's yeah. not. Um, but they said it'll get there. It'll get to you. It may have gone to an, a direct flight for all I know. Yeah. So we think what happens is that it went from Houston to Medida, even though I couldn't find a direct flight. I guess there wasn't a direct no, flight. Maybe that for had the mail. And the four. The mail. Probably mail. Or that. Yeah. But whatever happened, all of our, all seven of our bags were together. Mm -hmm. And then they had my duffel that was missing off to the side. And they were like, yeah. who does this go to? Right. And I was like, oh, that's mine. That's mine. So we got here. Yeah. Four people. Four cats. 12 bags safely. Mm -hmm. So uh, it ultimately wasn't that bad of a day. It's just that like my husband doesn't like travel days. So he's really quiet. Yes. Which made you anxious. I was like, Cause you thought he was mad. mad. The whole day. I was like, is he okay? But he's just really quiet. Can't read him. But he was just quiet. I, you know, he and I don't travel enough together. So even I struggled to read with it, read him that day. And Jeff is like, doo, doo, doo. And Jeff was calming me down because yeah. him being so chill, I was like, I even said to him at one point, I was like, you have a real calming effect. Like I am he's, a lot less stressful because he's like, he's yeah, good. he's, he's really, better than Valium. Like we went to, he and I would go get the food for everybody together. Mm -hmm. And um, like we ended up being a team because I've only spent, five I've minutes. spent less than five hours with Jeff in the whole time yeah. that I've known you yep. being married to mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm because we've always lived in separate states. So right. I, I can't say that I felt like I knew Jeff at all. Mm -hmm. um, kind of got to know him a little bit when I was there back in February, right. but this was the most time he and I had spent together. And we, we like settled into a routine and the amount of, like we said earlier, the amount of things that we have in common, we keep making jokes that we're like um, separated siblings. Mm -hmm. um, a mister from another sister. Yeah. It's just, it's really weird. Because we couldn't be less similar. 
at all. Um, there's there's a pool there's right a behind pool us. So and we can see it's not a naked man. It's not a naked man. He's Hold got on. shorts on. Um, but there's gonna be oh, kids. It's a, it's a boy. There's gonna be kids making noises soon. So, so we're gonna. It is what it is. It is. Okay. Um, yeah. Overall. Overall, wasn't a terrible travel. Like it wasn't a terrible travel day. It no. was just there was no way it wasn't gonna be stressful. No. Though. No way. Um, and shit hit the fan. And we sorted. And it we out. did it. Yeah. So lessons learned, I think, besides what we already talked about with the cats, you know, make sure you have pee pads, things that they can take out and dump Yeah, was important. One of the concerns I had about my older cat, the one that does sneeze, is that he did on his paperwork, it did say like he needs to be checked for all this shit. And I was like, if they saw that paperwork, they might reject him. Mm -hmm. So it was almost kind of lucky. And from what I hear, it's all about who you get in customs and how, what kind of day they're having. Right. And he was so chill. With All us. of them, even the other guys that was questioning us, the one that was asking, they were two different people, like two different groups. Two different groups. Yeah. So we had to go through the first person, who I think he went a little slower because he was taking his time going. Yeah, so the first, so when you do the paperwork part of customs, that guy took so long, which is all kept, in Spanish. It all in Spanish. Good pa luck. Yeah. And he kept coochie, coochie, coochie at the, at the, the cat. That's a cat. Yeah. He was a cat fucking lover. lover. Yeah. So he held us up and then he held y'all yeah, up. Yeah. But he was nice. Um, but he was they very sweet. Nice. And then it comes to the part where they do the evaluation, the evaluation. Yeah. And they were lovely as well. They were very sweet too. Um, but it was just like, no problem. Like, I was like, oh no, because I'm like digging and I was like, I had it, I had it. Because I yeah. spent the morning printing it out and stuff. And it turned out that I stuck it in my backpack for easy access. But we just were, fucking forgot. We were the last. So we were the last. We were the last ones, which I, was better. Which was better because we took. Up. We didn't hold everybody up. And also, like, I don't know if you you weren't paying attention to who was going ahead of us, but there was attitude ahead of us. Oh, because we had cats and shit. No, there was attitude because they didn't understand what was take. Why they had to even do this any anyway. They were oh, like how their, dare us go through customs? Yeah. Ugh. We have. We're seen in a some, wedding. So fucking what? So we have anyway. seen a few annoying mm -hmm. tourist situation since we've been here. Yeah, there was a lady in the bathroom in Dallas with no shoes and socks on in yeah. the bathroom. Yeah. Flossing her teeth. Yeah. And behind <laughs> her was a toilet that had overflowed whatever. Ew, come on. I'm sick. I can't. Look. And then you were like, hey Shay, do you want a snack? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm not hungry right now. No. I was like, I want an hamburger. <laughs> um what about things that we should have packed but did not pack? Do you have some? We should have had towels. We should have had towels for cleaning Because we had baby wipes, which was great. And you needed more of that. I definitely did needed not have more. Um, I think having an ability of uh, of holding on to your cat should needs to be A very smart. Of some sort. Yeah. Or understanding that whenever you guys are going, it needs to be two because somebody has to hold on to the head yeah. of the cat. So we found like yeah. a family bathroom, like a, you know, a solo bathroom that had a pull down thing, a diaper yeah. changing section. So when that made it a lot easier to get them, but right. I was there by myself at one point and I ended up texting like, I need help because yeah. I realized it was a two man job given the level of anxiety they were under. Well, they never traveled. And in a any animal before. instinct is going to bolt. And so you always want to have, uh, someone, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I think if I were to do it again, even though my cats aren't walkable cats, like I would love to be able to walk leash walk them, I think I would get harnesses for all of them, yeah, so that I can 
at something the next time yeah. um that would be one less or learned. just something to be able to grab easier yeah you know what yeah. i'm saying um, um more wipes, more or, wipes towels. or towels uh, i think having the uh the pee pads would have been a better option were, and i almost bought i just forgot i, I just know forgot. Just, and then um, so i think i think out of all of that i think that would have been whatever i think you knowing you were like i'm just gonna pay extra for over that was a lot of money to get an over uh, over 50 so yeah. really making really sure so making i, sure I you have do not one of those that. weighted things those yeah. weight and i knew one was overweight and I should have just thought of moving stuff moving around, stuff around. but for some reason I was like, no, it has to be snug yeah. as a bug in a rug. And no. so that's why I didn't, yeah. but going forward, definitely get one of those weight things for your bags and keep it under fit. Cause it was going to be a hundred dollars extra. Yeah. It was already going to be 75 for per check bag. Mm -hmm. And then a hundred on top of that for being over 50 pounds. Yeah. So the fact that they got together and sorted everything out. I think it was seventy. Oh, okay. Well, I know. Um, I think maybe that's why, because I paid for that too. I'm not so reason like, where did my money go? Yeah, because <laughs> it was all like, oh yeah. My was, card was denied today, people. At the pets, at the uh, pet um, I just, yeah, I, did, I think I, it's everything hit all. At once. It hit all anyway, at once. Go ahead. Um, so for for cat travel, like I said, mine went way smoother than I thought it was gonna go because my cats have tra traveled via car cross country but they've never traveled via plane before right um so i didn't know it was gonna be i just assumed it was gonna be awful no, um, but it, it turned out to be real like they were so well they were well behaved and the way they adapted the way. so quickly to our new place like they've never adapted that quickly i think they were tired of america too <laughs> they were done they're like fuck fuck the u.s yeah they they were very, they're, they're doing really well. And here, then guys. you guys are strangers to them, but they've become very, affectionate very with you affectionate. all already. And they're, they're just sweet. not like that usually. Um, even, so. even in uh, when they, we they were, can tell we never took them out of the bags on the plane. Of course, I wouldn't do that. But because I was had to sit so close to them, I noticed that Jeff and I both noticed that both of our cats, in. they would lean against or yeah. boop our, our Cause feet. Cause they want to touch. Uh, to touch if, us. if they're stressed so, out, yeah. they will lean. In I just was surprised that they would do that with us considering um, yeah, because who knows what they did. They were like, are they finally getting rid of us? Um, um, so, um, and then we didn't, we sat together, but not We were in really. the same row. So on the first flight, you guys were separate. We were everywhere because it just because had to be that way. We got it, scrambled. We had scrambled. In the second flight, we were in the same row, but on the opposite sides of the plane. So yeah. there, you two sat on one side, we yeah. two sat on the other side, and each of us had our cats together. Right. That I felt better about, and that's how we were originally slated for, well, actually, our original flight we were supposed to be two ahead and two, two behind. behind. Yeah. And then the second one, we were the same row. Right. But I think being within smell range of the cats probably helped them too. They yeah. knew we were still here. Like Tristan yeah. and I were still here. Um, probably. I don't know. Right. Uh, but yeah, those were the, those were the, the highlights of the travel day. Mm -hmm. um, I would also recommend waiting till you get to the med. Like if you're going to med. Mind you, this is me Merida. specifically talking about our experience coming to Medida. Mm -hmm. uh, waiting till you get to Medida to ask for the for the vans that are there because we that did was very easy. That was so fucking easy. Then trying way to... easier than trying to do in the states. Oh, because our Uber apps wouldn't work. Our Uber apps wouldn't work over. Oh, so that's a good recommendation. So turn off your phone and turn it back on. After, after you, you get into the, not after you land, you could do it after you land. You got to be in the airport, airport base, base because yeah. we could not connect for shit. We couldn't connect. And then we, we had a problem pay. with pay. So they wouldn't take any of your American cards um, initially. Like I eventually got it to take mine mm -hmm. a couple days later. Yeah. 
But the day of when you're in the airport and you're panicked trying to figure out how you're going to get to your Airbnb with 12 yeah. bags, four cats and mm -hmm. two humans or four humans. Mm -hmm. PayPal. We did it with through PayPal. So Uber, connect your PayPal. Yeah. That'll let that was you the pay only we couldn't do with the card. We couldn't do a bank account. It wouldn't do any it of that. It wouldn't take any. It finally cards worked with PayPal. With PayPal, so that's another recommendation right away. So no matter how you update your Uber app, so Uber Lyft doesn't work here. Uber does. Mm -hmm. um, no matter how you update it, it's not going to work until you shut it down and, in the airport. And it didn't matter that you had cash on your American side. Oh, that's uh, right. It did not work. So in preparation, thinking I was being helpful, I right. put $50 on my Uber account um, so that I would have money in it already mm -hmm. to, to, it didn't to do work. because it was done in us currency. They won't use it. They so now it. I just have $50 us in U Uber that I cannot exchange. Yeah. And it'll just sit there until I guess I have to go back to, to the States right, and yeah. then I have to make sure that I use it so that it doesn't go to waste. Right. Um, the, so make sure you have a PayPal account. I know a lot of people are resistant to PayPal, but PayPal is the international like mm -hmm. electronic bank that is connected to a lot of the other things. Yeah. So it's the one that Uber will pay, will use and you'll be able to get something from the airport. That being said, um, I'll put a link up in the show notes to the, to the van. Cause I think I still have those, that receipt somewhere mm -hmm. that we end up using. It was right there in the airport. And I, I have not had this experience in the U S um, but trying to go to a, a ground travel, ground transport thing in the U.S. and being like, can I get a van right now? No, I've never been never been able to. You been. always had to set it up. in. I've advance. also never had one that clean. Oh, I'm God, not even that. That's definitely. Oh, that'll be in our observations. episode. sorry. We'll get there. But yes, absolutely. So the van was clean. The AC was working. The dude was drinking an ice cream liquid oh, ice in a cream bag. out of bag. I Everybody, wanted one so bad. I forget what it, we forgot what it was called already. But everybody had them because it was hot. Like the second you walk out of that, air, that airport, mm -hmm. when you're not expecting the heat, and we came from Houston, mm -hmm. it was just like, <gasps> it hits you like pop. And yeah. so them drinking this little bagged um, mm -hmm. ice cream was, mm -hmm. it looked refreshing as hell. Okay. But it gets us there. He, You know, between our bad English and Spanish you connection, we made it work. Um, yeah. it, that's a big thing about it is that even when, we don't speak each other's languages. We made it work. We make it work they, every time. They try to understand. We, we try, try to understand. And then we, we every now and then you find a word that is close enough that everybody understands what everybody's talking about. Right. Um, and nobody has been, no one has shown the kind of frustration right. that I would expect. And you would see in America. Oh, yeah. Hands um, everybody's Hands just like, okay, no problem. Yeah. No problem. And stuff. Um, so we'll get into that too in our observations episode, but yeah. yeah, I would definitely recommend if you're coming here and you don't have ground transport situated yet and your Uber app doesn't work right away to get you to your Airbnbs or your, ho your hotels, mm -hmm. there is a very affordable, rental van company right there off of ground transport you walk up you say do i can i get one today they say no problem and you pay and you go within minutes because that whole fiasco of us freaking out mm. like if we had gone straight to that mm. it would have taken us five minutes mm -hmm. but because we sat there trying to work on our phone for so long and then trying to go to exchange I, so here's the thing this is what i give myself i allow myself to do something for like 10 minutes if i can't and i'm frustrated and i'm scared then i'm like Change time plan. Like trying to change, change the plans, plan. change it now. No, that's a good idea. And and we first we asked somebody about money. They pointed to one direction, mm -hmm. and then I stopped again. And, and I'm like, pointed to and the I remember. And then no, I actually went lo siento, <laughs> mi, mi español, <laughs> muy mal. Muy and then mal. and I was like, 
dinero ATM and they're like, oh, and then they, and then they were able to. You always get enough. Like you just have like luckily English and Spanish are close enough that for the most part, the words will connect. Well, and also, I think every person they generally do genuinely wanted to help. Yeah, that's one of the biggest things here is random strangers will, stop. will come and help you because they can see the look on your face of. You like you, you're like one of these things <laughs> is not like the other, and then they just walk like literally on the street. They'll you're walking right down up. the street, and they'll walk up to you what and are say, you "Where do you need to? Where be? Where do you need to be?" <laughs> it's so hilarious, and you're just like, "Am I that obvious?" Like yeah. I'm a brown person, yeah, and they will like usually I'm a brown person that usually gets mistaken as Latina in the U.S. Mm. Here, right away, speaking English to <laughs> me or asking me, "Where do I need to be?" Um, so that they can help me get there. Yeah. And then you'll hear like Ayuda, Ayuda, which means help and stuff. Um, it's been so crazy that it's been that nice, nice. to get there. Um, the Airbnb situation has been great. Yeah. So they're staying in a more modern um, apartment, complex. apartment complex. They are in the back, which is really nice. It's four villas. Some people would be like, I don't like the look on the street. It looks a little run down. So that yeah. that is one thing like to remove your American lens, like, okay, I'll put it like this. Going through this place, parts of it looks like East LA to me, which poverty. is a heavily Mexican American area, yeah. high poverty. Mm -hmm. So there are, you are going to see just what, what reads as mm -hmm. high poverty. Mm -hmm. Don't know if it necessarily is because people don't, even the poorest people here don't mm -hmm. seem in distress. Like, mm -mm. They, they're they, not wearing your it neighbors, like poverty. Your neighbors in those in those areas yeah. are, have been very lovely. Even if their house is like, there's a few houses out here that are like half indoor, half, half outdoor. Door. They don't have much electricity. They're back and they're just chilling and outside. They're chilling outside, and their dogs are barking. But at they're us. they're helpful, happy, happy like kind. So, so you don't get the impression. It's not like seeing Skid Row in L.A. Mm. Even though some of the house or makeshift homes here are like that, mm -hmm. the way they, they they seem fed, they seem robust. Yeah. I guess I don't know how else to they say. They were it. extremely welcoming. We're not seeing we're not seeing the like the way somebody lives in poverty in the US, US. here. Yeah. They it's I, I I don't know how to explain it. That doesn't sound weird. It seems like even or within poverty, it's like yeah. they're thriving better than they do in the U.S. But you, um, this is um, an updated two-bedroom, one-bath place. Yeah, it's a modern um, place. You have air conditioning. One bath, two-bedroom, one bath. Yeah. Sorry. That's um, the worst part is that I have one bathroom and my right. husband and I seem to be on the same bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then we're living in a, uh, we wanted to try a, a something colonial. That, a colonial. Um, and then in, in closer to Centro yeah. for walking. So I'm on the west side um, of uh, Merida. It's it's lovely. It has its own little pool. Um, I we the have water a pool pressure that's issue. Shared. We have to run a pump to, uh, for two hours a day. Yeah, to help they with have that. to churn. They have to have yeah. a pump churning for two hours a to day to help just to help to have water pressure. Yeah. I don't have that. Problem. And we have to turn on something if we want water in 20 minutes. Hot water. Hot water. Mm -hmm. So Which I don't, don't have that same hot. problem, but I think the complex does have that. I just yeah. think that. They remove I the think responsibility they remove from us. Right. Yeah. And, and this is a very well maintained very nice. uh, outside area. They keep it clean. Uh, they, and they leave bananas out for you guys every yeah, day. Yeah, so I have a tamarind tree right out front of my door. I have a banana tree down the way. There's fresh bananas that, that you can you can't reach them, so they they smack a whole thing down and then it's sitting out there you, for you and you can just peel the pick. You, you have a your own pet? 
Oh. <laughs> Is that five days? Episode? Five days in. I go to the toilet, open the lid, and scream. There's a lizard mm -hmm. this big inside the toilet. Holy <laughs> fuck. Mind you, this is not as common as people immediately thought when I started to tell people what happened. Because in the Merida group, they're like, you're lying. Yeah, everybody's telling me I'm lying. Some people say you sometimes get frogs or like water bugs or yeah. something like that. And I lived in Houston. Sometimes you yeah, get cockroaches you get in your, and stuff like that. So it's not like I wasn't expecting the possibility of critters, but I wasn't expecting a lizard that was literally this long. Mm. I have pictures. I have a video. It will be on the social media. Yeah. Um, and a video. We tried to get it, but it just swam back under. So we thought, okay, flush, 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 flush. After it swam away, we didn't flush it while it was in the bowl. Um, and we're like, hopefully that means it's gone. Next day, same time, Aki comes up again. Aki. <laughs> so we think there's just like a time of day where it was just like, this is the place I chill I at chill. this time of day. It's hot. <laughs> so we had the, the landlord, we're like, the, the guest came back and so she when sent I, someone when i came over yesterday guys <laughs> which she goes, was day three which of day the three. Lizard. she comes up she goes i have to go to the bathroom hang on she walks no, to the bathroom i said watch what Whoa. my process is so walks on knocks on the toilet and then Hola. then i flush the, flush toilet. the toilet going hey we're i'm coming in and then she opens the lid to because she wants to go pee screams and, and drops runs the lid and drops the lid and runs away and i was like <laughs> i was like and then he sees me and I'm like, vomitos. See, the reason why I screamed that that time was because he moved more. Because the first time he didn't move, he he was as scared as I was. Well, you knocked first. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe. And so like after three days, he's, he's used to me. I'm used to him. And and so he was just like, what's up? But because he's like moved like this, I was like, ah, <laughs> close the lid. So then you got to see my lizard friend. We named him Senor Marco Vargas. Uh they kept coming back to try to, or they were supposed to come back to try to get them. They couldn't Again, get them the, the first, first time. Day. And then a guy in my brothers and sisters, a medita group suggested you put a stick in the toilet, let it with wrap it with something so that he can climb up the stick, put them in a bucket, get them outside that way so that he doesn't bite you and you don't grab. Cause we we're going to try to grab them with a towel. They were saying he, they carry salmonella. They said they carry salmonella and that their skin is um, like uh, pokey. Yeah. So you would definitely go to the emergency room if you had to hold it. Um, so when we left the guy, we, we left to go hang out yesterday and the guy was supposed to come back, but he never did. So my husband finally got fed up. He went and got a bamboo stick outside, wrapped it in a towel. And there's a video I will share with y'all. But again, not mm. as common mm. as it is in Florida, I, evidently. I think it's great. So I immediately went down the rabbit hole of toilet lizards or how do you get lizards out of toilets? Every fucking video I found was from Florida. Florida. But it's Florida. It's just, it's like, Florida. Like, I know stuff like this happened, but I didn't really expect it to happen. But I made jokes in my head about it happening. Mm. And then it fucking happened. I know. But I put it into my Medita group and I was like, has this happened to anybody before? And almost everybody is like, hell to the naw. You're lying. My soul would have left my body. You're a better man than me. Cook it. You know, like people had a horrible thing. Like everybody was freaked out that I had that experience. But a couple of people who had either had lizards or frogs or water bugs um, all gave different advice. The yeah. best advice was put a stick in it. Don't try to catch it, but put, put a stick, a stick in, in it. it, let it crawl, put it in a bucket, and then walk it outside, right, which right, is what right. my husband ended up doing. 
But I think, honestly, I think that's how we should end our first episode. Yeah, America. that's a lizard friend. Senor Marco Vargas is uh, no esta aquí. No esta aquí. <laughs> He's no longer here. In our next episode, we're going to be talking about some observations that we've made for our first week and maybe some um, things we would do a little bit differently. Sure. Moving forward. But in the meantime. Thank I... you all so much for following us and being patient because it has been a little over a wow, month since, since we had a video, um, yeah. uh, an episode. But that has a lot to do with like the preparation to actually get here. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll be on a regular schedule going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do every other week queer and far both of us and yep. then every other week will be Manny and Medida where I will do a solo episode or something talk, where we interview people yeah. or, or something like that uh, or even talk to you if you have the time to mm-hmm. where I can talk about what my experience is as I continue to live here in Medida after Shay goes back That's to the correct. US. Don't forget to follow us on our social media queer far pod on Instagram TikTok uh, and you can drop some coins in the chip jar by going Please. to coffeeko-fi.com slash queer bar pod. Thank you. And we are waxed. Yeah, we're waxed. We're waxed. We're packed. We're, we're, we're trying to unpack. <laughs> we're not unpacked so, uh, yet. Right. Hasta luego, Internet. Hasta luego, Internet. Bye. Queer and Far is a main hustle media podcast produced and edited by Charmaine Fury. Co-hosted by Charmaine Fury, a.k.a. The Blazing Blurred, and Shay Nanigans. Music is Big Band Savage Jazz by Pine Groove. If you like what you've heard on Queer and Far, please subscribe, rate, and review on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.